We recently introduced new capabilities to allow you to migrate to Azure SQL from Azure Data Studio. Learn more in this episode of Data Exposed. Hi, I'm Anna Hoffman, and welcome to this episode of Data Exposed. Today, I'm joined by Rajesh, a program manager on the Azure Data team. Rajesh, thanks so much for joining us today. Before we get started, can you tell our viewers a little bit about what you do? Sure. Thanks, Anna. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Rajesh. Uh, I work as a program manager in the SQL team, currently focusing on a database migration service. Awesome. Great. It's great to have you on the show. And today, we're going to be talking about something new and exciting and coming straight into Azure Data Studio. So without giving it away, Rajesh, I'll pass it over to you to tell us about this new thing, and also if you could tell us how it actually works. Sure. Thanks, Anna. Uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad to present this experience. Uh, as you rightly pointed out, uh, this is something that we have uh, not yet uh, talked about uh, in public. We have recently released uh, this capability in preview. Uh, what we are talking about here is uh, Azure SQL readiness uh, and migrations right from Data Studio, and this is currently in preview. Uh, as you talked about it, Anna, so what we'll do is we'll quickly touch upon the architecture. Uh, I want to set the stage, uh, talk about the architecture for the first five, five or so minutes, and then get right into uh, the demo experience. I'll show you how the experience looks like in ADS, uh, which is Azure Data Studio. Uh, walk you through the entire wizard experience. So before I get into the demo, uh, let's quickly touch upon the architecture side. So here's a scenario where uh, what we are trying to do is we want to migrate a SQL Server instance from on-prem. And on the left side, you have your SQL Server instance. What we currently support is SQL Server 2008 and above. Uh, we support any edition, uh, be it on Windows or Linux. And what you want to migrate typically is you want to migrate to Azure SQL deployments. And in this case, uh, we currently are supporting SQL managed instance and SQL Server on Azure VMs. Uh, and pretty soon, we'll support SQL DB as well. And what we, uh, as you uh, as you have already dealt with uh, DMS, which is database migration service, or if you have not, uh, in order for us to migrate your source SQL Server database, uh, we need uh, backup files. Uh, and we look for those backup files in an on-prem file share. So that way, we can uh, peek into the file share, look up all the files, uh, upload them to Azure, and then restore it. So we ask for a file share where you can uh, provide all your database backups. And then as part of this new experience, uh, which is currently in preview, uh, all you need to do is you install the ADS insert as build. Uh, this is different from the ADS stable build. Uh, both of them are publicly out. Uh, in the insert as build, it's mostly the preview experience that are out. Uh, so you can install both of them as side by side. So you install ADS Insiders uh, and then install the extension, which is the brand new uh, Azure SQL migration extension. And that's where uh, all this uh, complexity has been bundled. Uh, we, we made it simple and intuitive, which we'll get to into the demo part. So once the ADS Insiders and the extension is installed, uh, you create a database migration service. And you don't have to jump off of uh, ADS in order to create the service. Uh, I'll walk you through in the demo where uh, it's seamlessly integrated into the migration experience. But if for the purpose of the architecture, uh, let's uh, understand that you need a database migration service, uh, which does the orchestration for migration activities. And this DMS, uh, it's different from the current DMS that's out there. Uh, what it does is uh, it leverages and it's, uh, it uses the self-hosted integration runtime. Uh, this is popular uh, from Azure Data Factory team. So we leverage an existing 
uh, integration runtime, uh, which is already out there, uh, trusted by many enterprises, uh, compliant in many environments as well. So we use this uh, integration runtime in order to uh, reach your on-prem file share. Uh, through the integration runtime, we upload the backup files into the Azure storage account. Uh, and once the backup files are uh, copied into the Azure storage account, uh, database migration service will start restoring them on your target. Uh, and this could be SQL managed instance or SQL VMs. And we let it sync uh, depending on the size of the uh, backup files. Uh, it's always a function of the size of the files. Once the backup files are all caught up uh, and you feel like hey, I have no other additional files to provide, uh, I've given all my full backups, transaction log backups. Uh, I've gone to the point where I've even taken the tail log backup and provided it in the share uh, and all the uh, target is caught up. You go to the Azure Data Studio and then hit cut over in order to complete the migration. And that's pretty much it. Uh, that completes the whole uh, migration experience. Uh, this is the high-level architecture of uh, the ADS migrations. Uh, and soon I'll get into a demo where uh, what the demo environment currently has Azure SQL VM. Uh, in this case, I'm trying to migrate a database from SQL Server 2017 running on Azure VMs uh, to SQL managed instance. So let me get into the awesome. Demo. Cool. This is going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing this. A uh, quick question before you get started: Is this sure. uh, for online migrations or offline migrations? Or that's a great question, Anna. So we currently support uh, online migrations, uh, offline migration. The work is uh, the API work is uh, pretty much done. We are just wrapping up uh, final UI work in order to enable offline migrations. Uh, but the other key point that I want so want to highlight is. Uh, earlier, uh, the current database migration service had some limited capabilities uh, for doing minimal downtime migrations to SQL VM, uh, which was a gap. Uh, so in the new experience, which I'll show in a bit, uh, we support minimal downtime migrations to both SQL managed instance and Azure SQL VMs. Awesome. Cool. Well, looking forward to seeing it in action and then also seeing, seems like you're actively adding to this experience. So that's pretty cool. Too. Yes, that's true. All right, so let's get uh, right into uh, the demo part. So what I'm doing here is uh, I have my Azure Data Studio. Uh, this is the Insiders build. Uh, and then I'm connecting to two of my uh, SQL Server instances. So this is my source running on SQL VM. And this is my SQL managed instance, uh, which I've connected to ADS. And what I have to do to get started is uh, I go to the marketplace, look up for the extension, which is Azure SQL migration, uh, install the extension. I've already done it. Uh, but if you go go down, we, we have put a nice shift to show you what to do when you install the extension, how do you launch the experience, and then some of the things that you need to get started. Uh, we have also put in a getting started doc. Uh, it points to a PDF. And if you need any assistance, you can send us an email to uh, DMS Feedback, uh, where we actively monitor for questions, queries, uh, commands, and so on and so forth. So once you install the extension, uh, you go to the uh, manage uh, for the instance. So Either you double click or you hit manage, right click manage, you go to the home dashboard. Uh, and in here, you will see the uh, migration extension that I just talked about. So as you can see here, this is the home page of the extension. Uh, you have an option right in the center to migrate to SQL. Uh, if you have any ongoing migrations, uh, we show you that complete list and then some help articles and video links. Uh, as we keep adding them, uh, we'll, use, we'll start seeing them here. And then you launch the experience by hitting Migrate Azure SQL. Uh, in the interest of time, what I've done is uh, I've pre-filled this wizard so that I can just quickly go through every step, explain uh, instead of me typing in all the values here. So the first step that you start with is you enter the Azure account. Uh, in this case, I've connected to my Azure account. Uh, if you have already connected the Azure account in Azure Data Studio, uh, you can just seamlessly use that here. If not, you can go and add an account and then get started. Uh, 
So once uh, the first step is done, uh, the next step I think quickly passed, uh, we get some source configuration. Uh, in this case, all that we are asking for is uh, for the authentication type that you have used and for the source SQL server the instance that you have used, uh, enter the credits. Uh, some of these user credits will be used uh, as part of migration process because we need to connect to your source in order to validate those backup files. And that's pretty much why we need the source connection. So once the source connection is done, uh, then the next step is uh, the assessment. Uh, what happened from step two and step three behind the scenes was uh, we ran an implicit assessment. Uh, this is one of those assessments that we run by default. Uh, and we tell you, hey, we completed the assessment uh, based on the assessment results. All 12 of your databases, are in online, which are in online state, uh, can be migrated to SQL. Uh, and then we give you an option to choose two targets, uh, SQL managed instance or SQL, uh, SQL server running on Azure virtual machines. Uh, as you can see in this case, uh, 10 out of 12 databases can be migrated. Uh, as with SQL VMs, uh, you can pretty much lift and shift any of your uh, on-prem or any Azure SQL VMs to SQL VM, right? So that's that's about it. And for the purpose of this demo, since I'm moving from SQL VM to SQL managed instance, I'll pick SQL managed instance. Uh, and I want to touch upon a few things that we have done here is uh, we have completely revamped the assessment rules. Uh, we have also made it public. Uh, as you might have seen in the extension landing page, we have also put a link for the assessment rules that we run for managed instance. Uh, this is an assessment that's been completely uh, revamped. Uh, it's a technology that enables us to run faster assessments, uh, highly scalable and much more reliable. And then once you uh, select the target, uh, we ask you to select databases. Uh, we have also simplified the categories under which the assessment rules fall into. Uh, it's warnings and issues. Uh, issues are some things that you'll have to take care uh, if you want to say before migrating, uh, hey, these are the migration issues that I want to mitigate. And for databases where you cannot uh, migrate, like in this case, a file stream and file table, which are not yet supported, uh, those databases will be grayed out. Uh, but for other databases where there are no issues, uh, you can select it and then go forward. So which is what I've done. So I've selected a database, a 10 GB database. Uh, and then what I've done here is I've selected my target. Uh, since I've connected to my source, I've selected the source database. Uh, I'm selecting the target uh, subscription uh, resource group and the managed instance. Once I select the target, uh, I get into the migration modes. Uh, as Anna was quickly uh, talking about uh, these points, uh, we currently support online migration. Uh, we support it to both SQL VMs and SQL uh, managed instance. Uh, we'll soon support offline migration too. So once the migration mode is selected, uh, then we ask for backup location. As you can see in this case, uh, the backups are in on-prem network share. So we ask for a location. Uh, we ask for a user cred uh, that has read access to those credentials. Uh, we let you uh, give you an option to, let's say, give a unique name for the uh, target database. Let's say in this case, I give it a unique name. Uh, and then uh, we want you. Uh, we want you. We also want you to give a storage account where we can copy these backup files. So that way, uh, everything stays within your subscription, within your boundary, and it's more secure. Uh, so that's pretty much all we need in terms of backups. And then the most important step uh, is around creating the database migration service. So in this case, uh, let's say if you don't have any of this, uh, you would go here and create a database migration service. Uh, let me select my resource group. And then let me give it a name. Let's say data exposed demo. And then I hit create. And then we create a database migration service. Uh, the advantages or the new capabilities that we're introducing with uh, this database migration services, once you create the service, uh, which we have, as we have seen, we have created the service, uh, you have to follow the additional steps uh, to uh, configure database migration service uh, with an integration runtime. So you download the integration runtime, uh, use one of those keys, and then register with it. Uh, what I've done for this purpose of this demo is I've already uh, gone through the steps, uh, and I've already uh, 
registered my integration runtime uh, with the keys that uh, the database migration service gave me. So I'm already uh, good to go. So if I go back into the previous screen, uh, the service that I'm going to use, uh, as you can see, uh, the connection status is all green. Uh, the database migration service is connected to the integration runtime, and it also gives me the node where the integration runtime is running. So that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it in terms of setting up your database migration service. And then you go to the next screen, uh, look at a summary, uh, and then when you are done with all the uh, validations, making sure that you have given all the right inputs, you go hit done and then start the migration. Uh, as you can see, the migration has just started. Uh, we'll not wait for that migration uh, for the purpose of this demo. Uh, let me show a migration that I've started uh, yesterday as preparation for this demo. Uh, as you can see here, uh, we'll show you uh, the files that we have detected in the file share. We'll also give you a detailed status on uh, is the file restored, and then all the transaction log files that we have uh, that we have seen and the status of those files. Uh, and you can see, you can get to a status of uh, monitor what's the status of the migration. And when you're done with this migration, uh, you can hit uh, complete cutover. And then here we ask for uh, the final check to make sure uh, if there are any additional log files that you want us to provide, any final tail log backups, uh, we ask for those backups. And then when you're ready with all of them, uh, we are, uh, we'll, uh, we ask you to confirm the uh, uh, consent and then we hit, and then you hit uh, complete cutover and complete the migration. I hope this gives a, a good overview of end-to-end uh, -end migrations, uh, assessment and migration all streamlined into one experience. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a pretty cool experience and it seems very easy to walk through. If I was sure. taking notes in my head correctly, it seems like mm -hmm. going into this, you need to prepare a few things, but not that many. You just need yep. a storage account and you need an existing managed instance or SQL VM that you're going to migrate to. And you also need some sort of SMB network share. Is that right? That's right. Uh, so we currently awesome. support uh, the uh, files on network uh, share. Uh, but we are very soon lighting up scenarios where if you already have backup files in a block container, uh, we'll also support that as a backup location. OK, cool. And then one other question I had uh, is when you complete the cutover, can you give any insight into what is actually happening? <laughs> That's true. That's a great question. So what really happens at that point, I can quickly jump to that screen. So if I go pick a database and I hit complete cutover, let's say in this case, uh, the example that we're talking about is SQL managed instance, right? So what is happening here is uh, this target database and SQL managed instance will be in restoring state for the duration of the migration so that it lets you to uh, restore additional database backup files. And during the cutover, uh, we restore the database, uh, we open the database, and then uh, we finish the recovery process and we let user connections to connect. So at that point in time, uh, depending on the target uh, service tier, like in this case, uh, if it's a business critical service tier, we seed up all the secondaries, uh, we make sure that always on secondaries and everything is set up for you. Uh, but if it's a general purpose tier, we make sure that uh, you know, we complete the recovery process, uh, we open up the database for end user connections. Gotcha. Cool. That's pretty cool that it takes care of all that for you and it kind of waits to do that until you're ready to do that cutover. And I'm guessing that supports the online. That's why it's an online migration. Yes, that's true. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Rajesh. This was really interesting. I learned a lot. I think our viewers learned a lot. I think they'll all be really excited to get their hands on this in the Azure Data Studio Insiders build. So be sure to go check that out. We'll put a link to learn more about this in the description. Rajesh, any final tips for folks as they go and try this out? 
yeah, I mean, only tip is, yeah, go ahead and try this experience. Uh, we have spent a lot of engineering time. Uh, there's a lot of goodness that has happened under the hood in order to enable this experience. And we made sure that we have hidden all that complexity and made this a simple, intuitive experience. Uh, we have currently in preview uh, in East US2 region. We are very soon lighting up other regions. Uh, please try this experience. Uh, and if you have any questions or feedback, uh, send us an email at uh, dmsfeedback at microsoft.com. Awesome. Thanks so much, Rajesh, again, for joining us today. For our viewers, thank you for joining us. Let us know what you think of this. Send an email to dmsfeedback at microsoft.com. Leave a comment, like this video, share it with your colleagues. And we hope to see you next time on Data Exposed. Thank you.